Yes, greetings everyone. This is Kabaka Pyramid from Kingston, Jamaica. I, I'm actually in the uh, beginning of making a, a song that's called Stop Touching My Belly, I'm Lactose Intolerant. And when I was, you know, when I was a baby, I was really into just uh, doing weird pictures and I wanted to be an artist when I was a kid. I just want to be able to continue on doing what we're doing and have Metal Church get out there to get to the level where the band deserves to be, where Kurt Vanderhoof deserves to be, and the music that he's written. That, that's what I would like. But all you had to do was be able to make some noise and express yourself, and it was complete freedom, and there were no rules and no expectations. There was simply self-expression. Reach to the stars. Uh, do the best you can. Put all your energy behind. Whatever you partake in life, do the best. Do it 100%. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Project Daybreak where we're talking about talents all over the world. Now we have a new guest in front of our mic, but I'll let him introduce himself. Hey, this is Herman Lee here, guitarist of Dragon Force. Do you still remember the very first record, vinyl cassette, uh, CD you ever bought? Uh, I, I believe it was um, Bon Jovi. Slippery, slippery when wet. That was the first one I got, I believe. <laughs> well, that that puts us uh, right at at uh, the second question, in fact, because uh, you hold the record for the first live underwater guitar solo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just I like um, you know, I, I like performing. I like doing something a bit crazy, a bit you know not ordinary at the show, at least trying to make it exciting. So I've been, I wanted to do this playing under the water two years ago when I was on a cruise called 70,000 Tons of Metal, which went from Florida, Miami, Florida to the Bahamas. And there, I, you know, we, I played in the jacuzzi. So there's a stage, you do two shows usually on these big boat cruise, you mm -hmm. know, rock concert thing. And one is indoor and one is outdoor on the pool deck. So that that one, they thought I was totally crazy because I jumped into the jacuzzi and played the guitar solos in the jacuzzi, right? Uh -huh. I could I couldn't quite make it under the water because it wasn't deep enough. So it took me two years to finally do the underwater, um, which happened um, recently at the Full Metal Cruise, which happened in in Spain around Spain, and that's when I went fully under the water with the guitar still just on top. You know, just the guitar didn't make it under the water because otherwise it wouldn't make any sound. But my whole body, except for my hands, you know, playing the guitar was under the water. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the footage uh, on the website. It was uh, quite amusing to see. What were you thinking at that exact moment? Are you like concentrating on your solo or just like, let's hope this guitar doesn't get wet? Or <laughs> uh, I thought this was even harder than I thought it was going to be. You know, when I was in the water trying to play with fans shouting, screaming, going crazy and then going inside and then hold the breath and play at the same time and trying to keep in time with the band without hearing them, you know. Um, so that was, that was, uh, it was good. It was great. You know, I really enjoyed it. So um, I don't know what I'm going to do next. There's another cruise. <laughs> I'm not going to jump off the boat, uh, but I got to think, think of something. Perhaps a small boat because those cruise ships are a bit too high, I presume. Yeah. But, you know, I like to do something, you know, over the top. And the other guys in the band, they were 
they were like they climb on top of the lighting rig. They were really high. I mean, if you drop, you could die. You know? So, so that was that was a good that was a good show. Now, uh, for a couple of singles, you worked together with uh, Trivian's Matt Heafy. Um, how that comp- cooperation came into place? Uh, you guys know each other uh, outside the, the the performance stage, or? Yeah, we know each other since I guess since around 2006-ish. And we started touring. We toured together even, you know, a few times. Our first time was 2007. We started touring together. So it was great to get some, um, some friends who help out and add a bit of little extra dimension to what we wanted to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, um, of course, everyone who's, who's a fan of Dragon Force, they realize there's an incredible artwork behind it, uh, which contributes to the whole concept of Dragon Force. Is there a graphic talent among you guys? Do you guys do the the you know the ideas, the designs, and and someone takes over, or is it all? Uh... <coughs> uh, for for the maximum overload covers, so um, we we I think Sam, Fred, and I we kind of sat in the room and kind of worked out the basic of the theme of what it was going to be, and we have a really talented um, guy designer in Brazil, um, Cadiz Art, that's his company, and. He kind of put it together, and we kind of feed him information, and we work work on it together to make it, you know, what it was, what it became in the end. And it's 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 cool, and it's kind of it formed the theme for this touring cycle as well. You know? Yeah, but it it looks yeah. incredible. It's a really nice design. It's it works in the concept, and and yeah, it's um, incredible to see. I was, I was actually really happy a few days ago. So on the cover, you got the screens, the monitors, you know, the information overload and all that. Yeah. Uh, so a couple shows ago, I was able to replicate that on tour. Um, so what happened is we had a screen at the back, you know, mm-hmm. back of the stage. So we had the images and videos. Okay. Yeah. So obviously, that's not that original, but it looks cool. But at the same time, I've taken over every single TV screens at the bar. So in America, you know, in America, there's so many TV screens at the bar, right? There's like 20 TV screens or even more at the bar. And I've taken over every single screen. So every single screen was showing Dragon Force stuff in the bar. You couldn't look away, you know, everywhere you look, it was Dragon Force stuff. So it was uh, your, your way for invading the bar. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. It was just like the album cover, you know, we've taken over all the screens. Yeah. Now, name something you're bad at, but just love to do. I'm bad at, I'm bad at the quality of things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I recently started um, doing kind of like race, racetrack car driving. Okay. So I'm pretty bad, I'm pretty bad at that still, I'm a beginner, but that's kind of fun. Yeah, pretty I, scary at the same time. <laughs> and do, do I look at it as like karting or more like NASCAR? <laughs> Oh no! Just just take my car to the racetrack. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> take learn the how car. to yeah, learn how to drive it fast and you know. So it's like on, like those slip courses. On the on the track, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and try not to break your own car too much. You know? <laughs> that I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Now, um, if you could be any cartoon character, who would you be? Uh. I don't know. I, I I I think I'll be um something cool out of those Japanese manga because they're all over the top and crazy, right? Like, like Dragon Ball Z or yeah, maybe something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Now um we, we 
going to give you like uh, four different options, uh, four types of options. Uh, you just have to name one and tell us why. So we okay. begin with uh, mosh pit or group hug. Uh, maybe I will take group hug. With the band or with the fans? Uh, with the fans. <laughs> with the know. fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, we, you know, we meet fans, you know, after the show a lot of the times when possible, and you know, we they always want to give give us a hug. We give them a hug when they want a hug. So that's cool. Okay, yeah. that's nice. I'm not. We're not scared of the sweaty fans that hug us. <laughs> I think there are a lot of fans uh, waiting for the next attempt to to uh, to hug you. I think. <laughs> now, bulldog or chihuahua? You know, I, I I'm gonna go for the chihuahua. Okay. Uh, actually, I have a half chihuahua, half pomeranian dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think dogs, small dogs, can be cool if you know how to control the dog. Really, you know, yeah. I, I don't like. You know, I think a lot of dog, small dogs got bad reputation because of the owner can't handle it, can't control the dog. Yeah, it's all yeah. about the time you put into it. Yeah, they're spoiling the dog because it's cute, whatever small dogs do, and then they just become a, you a know, spoiled really, yeah, really <laughs> annoying spoil. Now, pink or baby blue? Pink or baby blue? Yeah. Well, uh, I I go for the baby blue because I have guitar that had that kind of funny color. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, uh, a little birdie told us that um, you're also into video games. So, Pac-Man or Wrecking Ralph? Oh, well, I guess Pac-Man because I've never heard of the other the other game. Oh, Wrecking Ralph is um, someone that destroys houses, uh, that puts the house on fire, and you have to guide out the people that are inside. Nah, never they, heard of that. They game. even made a, made a movie about it, an animation movie. I think it's from Disney uh, recently. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, since since I do since I people know me. A lot of people know that I I do the Pac-Man guitar Pac-Man noise on the guitar. I yep. gotta pick the Pac-Man, right? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> now um, you're releasing the DVD in the Line of Fire in July. Um, it captures all the mo- boy, fabulous moments of uh, Maximum Overload. Now, what else can we expect on the DVD? Are there any added bonus materials, bloopers, yeah. funny material? Yeah, we've got a lot of backstage footage, off-stage, off-tour footage. We're kind of pulling together, which is from the tour. And and all these happened only a few months ago, you know, everything. So it's really kind of up-to-date. Uh, I edit, I finished the edit on tour, and I've edited it on, I think, across five or six continents, you know, <laughs> on the world tour, this this DVD. So it's like really just happened kind of thing. It's, it's, it's cool. And it comes with like a double, it comes with CD as well and Blu-ray and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's a very nice gift for this summer before the festivals. Yeah. And, you know, it's done by the band. That's also a difference. You know, we didn't just film it and gave it to someone and say, you do, you deal with it. And I was doing it really everywhere around the world here, just in a hotel room on the tour bus at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that you could you can do the things yourself, of course. Yeah, you know, I, I like to. Um, it's all, it's almost like you know, I know the vision of Dragon Force and how a show looks like. I try to deliver it that way, you know. And do you, do you think yourself you have succeeded in that? Uh, in bringing the that, that, that vibes. The people that have seen the, the DVD, they were really impressed. They couldn't believe it. They go, "Wow, 
you know, obviously I'm not a professional video editor, but I have experience of a lot of these things, you know, being in the band for that long. So they were like, wow. You know, there's cameras attached to guitars flying in the air and all kind of things, you know. You can, <laughs> you can get a visual of my guitar when they get flying in the air and all that. That, that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Now, a lot of the music talks, of course, about real-life situations, like, for example, domestic violence. Um, is this your way of, of putting those topics into plain sight, you know, those topics that are quite hidden in, in modern society? I guess we talk about everything, but because we call Dragon Force, for years, people think we only think about dragons and fantasy and stuff, even though when we don't. Uh, you know, we do have pretty strange lyrics if people read into it. You know, mm -hmm. which, which is beyond the fantasy stuff. But of course, we've got certain songs which is like just epic battle theme. <laughs> so we, I can say we're pretty diverse these days in terms of lyrical topics and music. Now, if you could go back in time, what period would you choose? Uh, I wouldn't really, you know, go back in time. I'm pretty happy. You know, I'm happy with the way things are and, you know, you never know what can be. What, what kind of um, problem you can land yourself in. I'm, so so I'm no DeLorean for you? No, no, I'm good. Not the <laughs> DeLorean. <laughs> Now, if you would be remembered as a great icon in history, in music history, but they would have to describe you in one word, what would it be? Uh, well, you can't. So it's just not possible. <laughs> I think nothing can, nothing can be described with one word, you know, because there's so many things these days and so many... You know, so many variation and, and so many talented people. And, yeah. and many aspects of yourself. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, just count. What's your favorite swear word? Swear words? Yeah. Uh, I don't have a favorite swear word. I shall never swear, do you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> I know swear words in at least three different languages. You know, so. Yeah, I, I heard you talked a little French. I speak fluent French and I speak fluent Cantonese. So there are loads of swear words in Cantonese, Chinese, and more than Mandarin. You won't believe how much swear words there are in Chinese, <laughs> in, uh, in Cantonese. Yeah. And how did you learn French? Ah, just learned it you know, when I was young. You know. Yeah, Why here, not? here in Belgium, we we're obligated, of course, to speak French, Dutch, and English. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, if it's not obligated, I think it's a hard language to learn. Yeah. Oh, I just, I guess my parents are crazy. They just want me to know about everything. Yeah. But it's, it's an advantage in the future, you know. If you guys perform in, in, in France, for example, I think the, the, the audience uh, approves you talking a little French. Yeah. It, it helped when I was talking to, um, French women pretending I don't speak French. <laughs> That's yeah. also an option. It, it didn't help enough because it, ne it, you know, most, it never really worked, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's uh, not uh, yeah like they said in the Olympics it's not the winning that counts but participating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, do you have a secret ritual before going on stage? Uh, I don't have a secret ritual. Nothing really special or crazy about it. You know, um, uh, I have to eat before the show. Pretty boring thing to say. And know? something something healthy or just fries and chips or. Oh, it's not fries and chips, really. Something nice, something, something normal food. I just, I know a lot, a lot of musicians don't eat for the show. That's a funny thing, and I, I kind of have to. Otherwise, my hands start kind of shaking. Mm -hmm. I can't play fast enough, you know. Um, 
you know, not not too much because I need to jump around and spin in the air. You know, if people seen the Dragon Ball show, they know that there's a lot of movement. Happening. Yeah, so that that's not happening on an empty stomach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Now imagine a guitar battle between Steve Vai and Joe Satriani. Who would you root for? Who would I root for? Well, I've seen them enough times. Yeah, I I've know. Been, I've been <laughs> I've been in the in the in the line of fire of those as well. Uh, the great thing about music is not a competition. I always say that if you want, that's the great thing. You want to you don't want to be in a you know like a win or lose like sports music is a great thing because it's so subjective what's better and what isn't better you mean you play sports you win or you lose right yeah yeah or draw that no one cares about the draw no one likes draws in sports so um so that you can't really look at music that way but of course the important thing is none of them did a swimming pool guitar solo <laughs> yeah so i win i did the underwater guitar solo yeah live <laughs> Now, what's your favorite part of your daily routine? Uh, I guess the show is the is the is the favorite part for me, and also um, learning about the show. You know, every day, let's say, you know, some shows we have the video screens and you know production. You know, where you display all these images and videos sync with the music when we play. I learn something from it. So I like to learn about the production of the show to make the show better and, of course, playing the show. But, you know, when you play a show, you did a good show, you know, you did a lot of work on the production, you go, you know, you come out happy. So it's definitely the show each day. But That's nice because, you know, apart from being a musician, you also, you already said that you're working on the editing, you're working on the show, the features, the light shows. And, yeah, it's it's great that you... you Open yourself up to the complete concept, not just your part. Yeah, otherwise you just could sit around doing nothing. I don't like to sit around doing nothing. I'm always <laughs> sick. And even the show is good. I always finding a way to improve the show. So you know, you always see people say, "Oh, Dragon Force, they better now than I saw them last time." Well, we have to be. You know, <laughs> people always say, "Oh, they improve." Of course, we improve. Why would we not improve? That's the whole point. Yeah. So that's your life motto: always improve. Yeah. Absolutely, always improving, not just the playing, but the the whole show, everything, every aspect, when possible, we're trying to make it happen. Now, of course, uh, with the, the coming of social media, your music broadens, you're complete, you have millions of fans everywhere in the world. Do you think social media is a curse or a blessing? Uh, both. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, people... Trying to ex try to ex they expect people to sit there and hit on the phone and constantly, you know, feed these kind of things. But you know, really, social media dilute my knowledge and abs absorption of knowledge and learning things. Really, wastes my time to be posting photos and stuff like that. I don't like to be distracted and doing these kind of things. You know. <laughs> so you're not like, one of those uh, people that are posting daily. Uh, This is my food Instagram photos. Yeah, who cares about that? <laughs> you know, you just get hated. So if people want to subscribe to my feed, don't worry. I will not post useless, boring, lame information. I'll try so that, to keep them slightly interesting. So that's an advantage for for all social media of Dragon Force. <laughs> yes, we don't write. You don't. We don't post stuff all the time. You know, only when things you know cool. So only when things are necessary. Exactly. So now, of course, you will be performing at Grasshop here in Belgium. Mm -hmm. What are the expectations? 
Well, we had um, we've done grass pop a few times, and grass pop um, first time we played in two thousand five. Then we did two thousand six, which was kind of a legendary bad concert, uh, which did a lot of harm to the band, and we made a difference back in two thousand and nine. Uh, if people know Dragon Force, we had a pretty bad show in two thousand six, mm-hmm. uh, but you know we we the fans can expect a show better than any of the other ones all put together for sure so we'll be looking forward to that because uh, we'll be there too of course to enjoy you guys live now do you already have a list prepared for the Belgian beers to try out or uh, to be honest I'm not really a, a beer drinker or drinker people don't really believe me people think oh Dragon Force all they do is get drunk we really don't <laughs> you know uh, we know how to I mean myself I know how to have a good time I know how to party When I when I do it, you know, I had a good fun. But I'm not really a, you know, beer drinker or any kind of drinker. Let's say I never drink at home ever when I'm at home. You know, yeah. I only, only do social drinking. But I think there are a lot of people nowadays with social drinking. Even if you consider the price of beer going up and, and stuff like that. So it's a comical crisis everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's like I said, I like, I like to have my brain to think of things and concentrate and learn things as much as time as possible. So when I'm on tour, you know, after the show, I have a few drinks with friends and fans. That's cool, but I don't. That I've done like a tour without I didn't drink for like a whole year, you know. Not because I felt like, you know, a certain thing. I just I just wanted the mental training to see what it's like as well. So you're too occupied uh, training your brains instead instead of numbing them. <laughs> Yeah, it's also, of course, the alcohol can help you do certain things to break out of your, you know, being nervous or take the edge off. But I think it's good to be able to experience both and learn both. It's like a skill, you know, a social skill. Now, apart from the, the DVD coming in July and, and uh, different festivals, what else can we expect from Dragon Force in 2015, 2016? Uh, we're going to be touring. So, um, uh, we, of course, already played Belgium um earlier this year and we got a grass pop thing uh, we got we, the world tour kind of rolled out so we have to do more tours going to, to Japan and going to Thailand and you know other parts of Asia so it's just kind of busy busy really yeah Japan is for, is for September I saw so that, that will be uh, also a blast of course now um Yeah, we're already up up to 21 minutes, I see. Um, I would like to thank you, of course, for making the time for the interview. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely. of course, we wish you the best of luck uh, in, in all future festivals and, and albums, songs, and, and, of course, with learning everything you want to know about the show itself. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Until next time. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'll see you at Grasshopper. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care. All the best.